Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. My name is Carol Ann Fernandez, and I'm the COO at Glen Eagle. We're very excited today to have our guest, Kelly Starn, an experienced educator and the co-founder of 3G Strong, an online curriculum of stories and activities that help children develop the social and emotional skills that are critical to success. In 2019, Kelly and her business partner stepped out of their comfort zone and entered and won an annual National Seed Accelerator competition. Wow. Welcome, Kelly. Hey, thank you for having me. Of course. So I think it might be helpful for our listeners if we just start out with you sharing a little bit about your background and how you even decided to become an educator. That's a good question. I hear people say all the time that they grew up wanting to be a teacher and they played school and all of that. And I think really, honestly, I grew up wanting to be a mom and really wanted to work because I love people and I love being busy and putting my mind to hard things. But I don't know that I grew up thinking all my youth that I would grow up and be a teacher. I didn't really think about it. But when it came down to the decision of what I wanted to do in college, again, in my head, I'm thinking, I really want to raise children. And teaching worked with that. And so I wasn't sure if I would love it. And ended up getting my first class in 1993 and fell in love with having my own class with 20 children felt like mine. And that really filled me up. And I realized that I spent more time with them than their parents did. It was a great experience. Yeah. And as our Susan, our co-founder, I don't know if you know, was a teacher before starting our firm. So she's very into teachers as well. Yeah, and as a, a mom myself, I can I can definitely understand the desire to be a mom. But why did you then decide to come around this idea of 3G strong out of once you had become a teacher? Well, so when I was in a classroom, I had a reputation for loving the kids that were hard to love. And so I got a lot of them in my classroom. And I guess when <laughs> I had my first son, I specialized. And so I ended up teaching only the gifted and talented kids. And when I was teaching these gifted kids, I had to go back and get a certification. So I went back to grad school and studied them. And one of the things about gifted kids that's sometimes true of other kids is that their development is very asynchronous. They develop in one area much more than others sometimes. And sometimes, like you'll see typical gifted kids looking on TV like they're nerds. And that's not always true. But That is sometimes an area where they lack the skills because they've been so focused on other things. And so one other thing I noticed about my gifted kids is that things had always come so easy to them. They're so intense. They soak in all of this information. And when it came to something they hadn't been exposed to, they got stuck and they almost had an identity crisis. Like, I should know this. If I were smart, I would know this. And they would quit. And about that time, a little bit after I got into Gifted and Talented, the book by Carol Dweck called Growth Mindset came out. And it was really about the research that showed that our brain is malleable, that we can actually grow our brain like we can grow our muscles. If you work it, 
you can get a stronger, smarter brain. And I started teaching my kids that, that you have control over this. This isn't something you were supposed to come to school to know. You came here to learn, put in the effort, and it'll come to you. And so then they realized that the more they practiced things, that the better they got, even if it was something they hadn't been exposed to before. And about the same time that I discovered that, I also found CASEL, which is the Collaboration for Academic, Social, and Emotional Learning. And they came up with these five competencies that really made a whole child. And it was self-awareness and self-management and social awareness and relationship skills and decision-making skills. And what I realized from the research is these are things that I can teach my kids. So kids that academically were very successful, but socially weren't. Now I had something that really mattered that I could teach them. Because teaching a fourth grader how to do 10th grade math before he gets to 10th grade, yes, he can do it. But I wasn't really sure that that was what he needed from me in the fourth grade. And so we started talking about these things. And I, I really started seeing my kids develop in areas that they hadn't before. And about that time, I got a new principal. And she walked in. And her whole mission was the same as mine. She walked in my classroom and she's like, I love what you're doing and every teacher needs to do what you're doing. And we ended up being fast friends. Both of us were older than a lot of the teachers in the school. If you look at schools today, there's a lot of really young teachers and we both have older kids. My kids are, one's graduated from college and one is in college and she has one in college and one in high school. And we really bonded. And over that same mission, And started looking for things that we could give our teachers to teach all of these skills that we wish that our kids had learned when they were in school. All of these things that research was saying really mattered in what kids needed to be successful in life. And so when we started looking, we realized that there wasn't really anything that hit everything we wish that our kids had learned. And so we made a list. And one of the things we do in GT is we categorize. So we (laughs) went through and made this big, long brainstorm list. And then we categorize like skills together. And what we found is we could lump those in under the three G's. And those three G's are grit, growth mindset, and grace. And grace means having those relationship skills and also kindness and forgiveness for yourself when you make a mistake and, you know, giving grace. And so We launched all of those skills under those three things, couldn't find anything. And so we started meeting outside of school and decided that kids learn best through stories and research proves that. And we started making up stories. And, you know, both of our kids were older. We'd gone through the whole raise your kids stage. And so now our kids are older. They're doing their own thing, driving. And so we had lots of time. And we ended up hiring an illustrator to illustrate some pictures and we put them in like paper dolls into backgrounds and made stories for teachers. We had such great feedback and the consistency of what we were teaching kids. We did it every day as a morning meeting and the teachers were really impressed, I think, with how their kids changed based on what they were learning. And it really gave our school a common vocabulary and a common mission and vision, like what we really wanted kids to walk away from our school with. And it, it really did change the way they treated each other. And even the after-school care program at, at the school where, I, where we were came to us and said, listen, we've heard that y'all created this program. We wondered if we could purchase it to try it at some of our after-school sites. 
And we were wow, like, that's awesome. okay. Well, because in the back of our head, we'd always thought, oh, when we retire, we'll make this into a business. And that's why we've been yeah. doing it outside of school. <laughs> we didn't know it was going to happen that fast. And in fact, we probably weren't quite ready, but that happens, right? And so we said, okay, so what do we need? We went and pitched to them, which that was the first time I'd ever heard of an elevator pitch was they ask us to come and get one. And I was like, okay, <laughs> got to go look up what that is. So we did and went and pitched to the director of operations for the after-school care company at their headquarters. And they loved it and said, oh my gosh, we need this. Let's try it. And they said, listen, we would really love to have an app. And I was like, oh, okay. So we went, we priced apps and it was going to be about $50,000. <laughs> We were bootstrapping. We'd already paid for the illustrations ourselves, but I ended up calling a parent of a former student and said, hey, I think I remember that you make apps. And he said, yeah, come over. We'll talk about it. So Jamie and I went over there and talked to this parent and he said, I really thought you were coming to ask me for money because I thought you knew I was an angel investor. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but no, I don't need money. Thank you. And of course we did, but we didn't know we did and we didn't want it at the time. We're like, I, oh, that's, we're not comfortable with that. And so we went on and we didn't have an app and we got an email from, well, the parent did make an app for us like over the weekend, just something quick. And but he sent me an email and said, listen, I know you don't think you want money, but I think you really have something. And it's worth investing in. And it's, it's really good. And he said, so I want you to look at this contest. And he sent me the link for Code Launch. And I didn't look at it for weeks. It was towards the end of school. And we were just busy and closing out and doing all the things that we do. And it was due at midnight last teacher work day. And I turned in the application for Code Launch at 1140 that night. Wow. <laughs> because it took me some time. I had to call some other people and say, hey, I'm supposed to propose a business plan and I need to know what mock-ups are. I mean, all of these things you don't talk about in education. <laughs> and can and, you talk um, a little bit about the, uh, the name? How did you, because you were telling me before we got on, and I think that's interesting how you got to the, the 3G strong. What does that stand for? So the three Gs are grit, growth mindset, and grace. And those are the categories that we organize all of the skills that we felt like the kids really needed to be successful. Like you can actually have a successful career without knowing biology, as long as you're not in that field. But you can't have a successful career without dealing with other people. And you can't have a successful career if you can't stick to something. And if you don't push yourself out of your comfort zone every now and then, you're always going to be where you are. And so we really felt like those things were what would create success. Listen, you can just hear your passion, Kelly. Uh, it's, it's really amazing it's, all that you've done while being a teacher and building this, this <laughs> business. I guess, unfortunately, we have to wrap up pretty soon, but we always ask our podcast guests, What's one piece of advice, I guess, if you have more, you can give multiple, but that you would give to either a parent who had, or a teacher who is dealing with, with gifted children? What, what is something like, obviously, they should check out 3G Strong, but yeah. what, are, what are a few pieces of advice maybe to give them and encourage them to, to help with either that student or their child? 
I think with parents of gifted kids, quite often they kind of think like kids do that they're supposed to already know and understand things easily. And when they don't have the answer, it creates an identity crisis for the kid. But the parent's response to curiosity and not knowing things is huge in their development and moving past that. And once they understand what the research on growth mindset shows about how learning is a journey, and we're all at different places on this, and I'm quoting Carol Dweck, she's brilliant. And once kids and parents understand that, I think we can stop focusing on the grade as much as we do, we need to look at the journey of learning and encourage kids to push themselves out of their comfort zone and learn things that they don't know the answer to. And I think parents need to understand that it's okay not to know the answer to and to model not knowing and model finding and having passion for something is a really great thing for kids to see. Uh, I think that's very true. And as a, a new mom, it's great advice, not only for our listeners, but for me as well. I know that we're going to be seeing a lot of 3G strong in the future because even looking at your website and hearing your story, I think it's very much needed and a lot of people could be using it, especially teachers. So we really appreciate you taking the time today. I know you're very busy being a teacher and running a business now to talk to us and our listeners. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.